Hi everybody, this is Chip Taylor, and you are listening to the Church of the Trainwreck. We are back, believe it or not. It's been a while. Uh, the reason we were not broadcasting for a while was a really simple one. We had made a deal with XM Satellite to broadcast our shows. This is, what, 10 years ago or something? And the deal fell through when the XM went bankrupt, and and we had place so much emphasis on that we just never did pick it up and I went on to doing some more records and other touring and never got back to this anyway I really like it being here the sad subject uh, of this podcast sad and beautiful uh, at the same time is uh, the recent passing of my friend John Prine and uh, just great to say that he was my friend good guy really good guy and left us with wonderful, wonderful stuff, like nobody else could have. He had a certain way about him that was different than everybody else. Simple, true, straight, and crooked. He is all of those things. Um, I met him in the 70s with Chris Christopherson and, and Chris's band and uh, uh, Steve Goodman, and we, we became friends. We'll go back to that period of time. But let me jump forward to some years where I had given up my career as a singer for to become an, a gambler, professional gambler. I am not ashamed to say say that I was uh, an addicted one. I was a, a good one, but an addicted one. To be a good one, you have to learn from a master, study like crazy, and do it at, uh, like your next day dependent on it, which it mostly did in the horse business. And, well, I was first a card counter, banned from all the casinos in Atlantic City, and then partnered with a great horse race handicapper, uh, Ernest Dalman, and we we did very well for many, many years. And uh, I started singing for my, my mother when she was very ill in the 90s and uh, decided to come back and make music forever, whoever would want to hear me. And, uh, one of the first people to call me up was John. He said, I heard you back. Would you like to open for me in Poughkeepsie? And I said, yes, I would. So uh, I went there, and I just had a new album made, The Living Room Tapes, which became one of John's favorites. And uh, that was great. We started our relationship, and then a couple of years later, I, I joined him on stage singing some songs at a festival. And then uh, I started working on an album, and I, John had just come back from an operation, a terrible operation in 1998, where he lost a good chunk of his neck. And uh, it was just, I heard he was recovering okay, and I, I called him up and I said, Hey, John, how you doing? Uh, this must have been 1999 or the end of 88. He said, uh, I'm doing good. I said, hey, that's great. I said, you're doing good enough to have me down there to do a duet with you? And he said, yeah, that would be good. So I went down to Nashville, and he and I got into his studio and spent the day there laughing, having some fun, and recording this little song, which was on my album called Black and Blue America. So here we go. Chuck, you want to? Take it away. The voice of the church is Chuck Knobloch, my great friend. And I 
I miss not hearing his voice on these things. So it's good to have you back, Chuck. So here we go. That's an interesting story, Chip. We've been friends for a long time. I didn't realize your friendship with John Prine went back to about the same time. So when you recorded this song with John for your 2001 album, Black and Blue America, you were drawing on an old friend. Let's listen to The Way of It. It's the way of it. That's the way it goes. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes it snows. Sometimes you're hot. Sometimes you're cold. Sometimes you're young. Most times you're old. It's the way of it. In this crazy world, it's a little boy. It's a little girl To fall in love To have no fear Pretty soon They disappear And it's the way of it You know for some It's an empty dream It's a loaded gun It's a flying stone When you're calling names you think you sound so different Hell, we're all the same And it's, it's the, the way, way of But some take the chance To walk the walk They even learn to dance And if, if you, you dance, dance around With some other kind And you say I love you Hell, we don't mind to Holland just to play for some friends friends are diamonds friends are gold sometimes you're young most times you're old that's the way of that's how it goes sometimes it rains and sometimes it blows sometimes you're hot Sometimes you're cold, sometimes you're young, most times. <laughs> sometimes it rains, sometimes it snows, sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold, sometimes you're young. Most times you're old. That's the way of it. Well, I certainly ain't talking about you and me. I was hoping not. Actually, we have 150 years to go. We don't have to learn the damn song for for another 100 years. Yeah. It probably won't come out for at least 75. The damn chords are tough. <laughs> oh, you switched it up now. What chords are these? Don't forget the semi-low when you're done What key is this in, anyway? Uh... Only key I, I know. 
G. John, this is not in G. It's one of the other How ones. many rings are there around that tree? This tree looks like it's about a million years old, John. Is that uh, monkey ears or dog ears? <laughs> How many candles are on that damn cake? <laughs> is it yours or mine? Call the fire department. It's the way of it. Thank you, Chuck. That was that was very nice. Okay, uh, where do we go from here? Uh, just to take a step back and go back to the seventies, that wonderful period of time where this renegade country music was starting to explode, and and we were part of all part of that kind of movement. Uh, and uh, John would, uh, I would, I'd be playing at a place called JP's in New York City. On uh, First Avenue and Seventy Sixth Street, and and uh, also playing at a place called Olunny's, and Steve Goodman was playing with me there in the upstairs room, and uh, John would come by and play, and uh, John would join me on stage at JP's. I remember we would sing uh, the Long Black Veil. That was the first song John and I ever sang together. I called him on stage, didn't know what the heck to sing with him, and pulled that out of a hat, and we liked doing that. And uh, it was great because Christopherson, Chris Christopherson would come in with his band, Donnie Fritz and Billy Swan, the great, became great friends of mine, would have them over the apartment often. And uh, and that, that kind of anarchy that we were feeling back in those days was just a, a great, great thing. Uh, going specifically back to John, one of the great things about John's performing was... Uh, was I mean about John was his performing? I loved to see his shows. I loved to. And John and I played together many, many times. He would offer uh, uh, an opening slot for me uh, many times. And one of uh, the things that I would do is after I did my part of the show, I would always sit in the side and watch John. And it was a blessing for me. It was nothing that. It was just for my soul, for my feeling. It was to just watch him do it. It was better than going to church. And it was like what you would expect the church to bring to you, you know, your feelings, uh, good feelings, feelings about humanity, being kind and good-natured kind of things. And that's the way it was for me all the time. Anyway, let me take you, uh, let me take you back about seven years ago. John and I were having dinner in Grand Central Station. I had just gotten back from a tour of Sweden, and John was there with the band, and, and we were having a wonderful dinner. And I, I was telling John about this great singer that was with me in Sweden that uh, she was doing duets with me, guest appearances, and her name is Jill Johnson, just a great singer. And she had had a big hit with with my song Angel of the Morning, and she had also had a very big hit with John's Angel from Montgomery, and uh, John and I were kidding about that, that we should write a, an angel song for or a third angel song. And months later, I was in my apartment, and I started fooling around with this little song, uh, and, it, and the, the only part I had in it was the first part of it, and it said, two old friends trying to write a song, trying to write a song about some angels. 
Angels on the mountain. Angel left in June. Sixteen angels dancing across the moon. Now, I don't know what the heck it meant, but it sounded so pretty to me. And I got a little chill from from saying that. And uh, I decided to call John and see what he thought about it. I called him up. I wasn't actually expecting to get him in, but I, he answered the phone. He was driving in his car. He was heading home. And I uh, told him the lyrics, and he said, Chef, what, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> and, uh, I said, Gee, I don't know, John. <laughs> and, that's, and that's exactly how the song goes. I, we sing that chorus, and then or I, sing, I sing that chorus, and John says, what the hell does that mean? And we just kept going like that. And we had so much fun in the next half hour, just trading lines back and forth. And the song was finished, and it was, to me, just charming and beautiful and so much of John's spirit just floating around. It was so much, so warm for me and such a joy for me to have experienced that with John. And uh, I said, John, at the end, when we finished the song, I said, John, you've been in your parking lot here all this time? And he said, no, no, I've been just driving around that circle, you know, by Music Row. <laughs> There's a circle at the start of Music Row that, uh, that I guess it takes around 25 seconds to get around, and John was driving round and round it for <laughs> all that time. So anyway, here it is. We put the single out. We, I came down to Nashville, recorded it in John's studio with David Jakes uh, on bass and my friend John Platania playing beautiful guitar and Joran Greeny and... Norway adding some color and uh, the with the organ and it just uh, here it is sixteen angels dancing across the moon. Two old friends trying to write a song. Trying to write a song about some angels. Angels on the mountain Angel left in June Sixteen angels dancing across the moon Hey, Chip, what do you think that means? You know, John, I'm not sure, but uh, we're songwriters. We don't have to know, now do we? Well, why don't you take a hike? <laughs> And don't forget to take that red balloon. <laughs> oh, 16 angels dancing across, across the moon. Let's make something up about uh, why we chose that number. Well, that sounds good to me, John. Tell me something. What'd you do last summer? Well, I spent 16 days... In Hollywood, looking for a spoon. <laughs> Sixteen angels dancing, dancing across the moon. Hey, why don't you whistle a little bit? <laughs> uh, does that sound right, you, John? You're no Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, John. I got my whistle removed in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Two old 
two old friends. Uh, here we go. Two old friends trying to write a song. Trying to write a song about some angels. Angels on the mountain. Angel left in gym. Sixteen angels dancing across the moon. I got angels in the back seat. Angels on the hood. I got angels everywhere I go. I must be doing something good. <laughs> That sounds pretty profound to me, John. But does it fit the tune? Sixteen angels dancing across the moon. I got enough angels to shake a stick at, enough to make a grown man croon. Sixteen angels dancing across the moon. Come here, angel. You paint quite a picture of how that song was written, Chip. I couldn't help but picture John driving around and around that traffic circle while you guys were writing that song. Hey, Chuck, you know, I forgot one thing to mention, and I think it'd be nice to mention this. Um, back when Tree of Forgiveness came out, which uh, was a couple of years ago, uh, has it been that long? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that amazing, wonderful album by John. I, I was at my bar in Parnell's, and these days you can hear entire albums just by clicking a switch. And I went up to my Spotify and clicked on John Prine, and the album was, had just been released. And I listened to it from top to bottom and, and again. And uh, uh, I, I sent him an email just right there at the bar. And I, the email said, Hi, John. Hope you and the family are okay. I spent hours in my local pub listening to your new album on Spotify over and over again. I absolutely love listening to it. It does me a lot of good. Thanks, John. Hope to see you before too long. And right away, John responded, said, Thanks, Chip. Great to hear from you. Album is selling like wildfire. <laughs> I am still enjoying myself. Something about this one, it's got a shine of its own. John. Well, that should do it for this podcast. Until the next time, goodbye from the Church of the Trainwreck. Say hello to Woody Guthrie. Say hello to Town Sansan. Johnny Hank and Lefty and the wisdom of the common man. Just come on in. Listen to the violin Leave your trouble on the front porch steps Welcome to the church of the train wreck Oh Lord, don't need no breaking here Oh Lord, don't need no breaking here Up on board, you are mine got places yet